for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Super fantastic. How are you? Oh, just the same. Super fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I absolutely me love it. Hit too. me. Hit me with your good, bad, and ugly for the week. Okay, my good is. It was a good week, honestly. Um, I. It's a little different. I've changed the hours that I'm working to the afternoon. From about 2 30 to 11 or 11 30 um, mm-hmm. because uh, grandsons are out of school for you know their winter break and mm-hmm. uh, we don't do the daycare thing so we uh, it was easier for me to swap my hours so I could be home with him in the morning and then when my son gets off of work and can be with them then and take over the responsibility then I go to work um, and that's taken a little bit to get used to. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't really think I'm used to it yet, but I'm chucking through it. Uh, it's still been good. It's given me time to really uh, have time to apply to my notes. Um, yeah. And, and to catch up, be caught up on my notes and skin assessments and, I mean, all of that. Um, so that's been that's good. That's been good really good yeah my bad is that i had another go around with adt solar and yes mm-hmm. uh it was another go around that confirmed um that if you're out there thinking of going solar do not choose adt solar unless they are the only company that you can go with or in your area because they suck every step of the way they've sucked um and gabby you uh you i'm so sorry i just don't think you're good at your job as a project manager because i'm really not sure really what you've managed other than uh just circling of shit mistakes and error after error after just stupid fucking error um and rosemary her supervisor uh she's just as freaking helpful as gabby they they yeah they're a team all right um <laughs> but i did learn that they have one hell of a vacation program because i'm still waiting for nancy who is rosemary's supervisor to call me back and I was told that uh, a message would get sent to her for her to call me back when she gets on vacation and that was over a month ago so that's a hell of a, that's I mean, a, hell of a compensation package that, man. that is one thing ADT Solar obviously has for them is their vacation program 
Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good one. I mean, I did let Rosemary know that in a very Chantix way, and I'll explain the Chantix way in a moment, uh, I let her know in a very Chantix way that I was smart enough to know that she didn't let Nancy know that I wanted to call. Uh, I, was, I, I know that message never got there. Uh, and if it did, then that means that Nancy's the same type of supervisor that Rosemary and Gabby are. are. Um, and the Chantix way is that I'm still taking the generic of Chantix to quit smoking. Um, I love what it is doing on the not smoking part. I'm not completely done. I mean, I still light up here and there and smoke uh, here and there, but it is nowhere near what it was like. Um, this pack of cigarettes uh, has lasted me. I can't even tell you when I bought it that long. Okay, good. Uh, so I'm a month in. Um, so it's, it, it's doing good, except I do still, you know, I've always been abrasive. You know, people would say uh, kind of abrasive, uh, sure. cranky, moody, whatever. Uh, cursed. Eh. Yeah. Well, I still am, uh, I've learned to kind of hold that back a little at times when I need to, sure. but not not right now <laughs> it's it's like it just comes out I'm uh -huh. uh, example is uh, the mailman was kind enough today to drive up the driveway to bring a package that he was kind enough to even come all the way to the porch but then left it and I know this because I watched him from my dining room window and he set it on the very edge of my porch in front of one of the columns. And I did. I yelled at him about, I mean, I thanked him for coming all the way up the drive and at least bringing it to the porch. But what, you couldn't walk the other four steps and put it by the door. <laughs> Actually put it by the door? Yeah. I mean, like, put it by the door. And especially because it was from... Express scripts. So what does that tell you? It's medication, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Okay. Anyway, so I mean, I gave him a Merry Christmas. Let me tell you, and I did, yeah. and I did wish him a Merry Christmas, and mm. the Christmas that he deserved. Um. Anyway, my okay, and my that was probably my ugly. My bad was on Fridays. We can dress down at work, and I wear scrubs, so I don't know what that means. Dress down? Does that mean I go in naked or in my bra and underwear? I don't or, think so, but I mean, okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, at almost 53, is it really panties, really? Um, <laughs> so, others wear jeans on that day, so I took it that that meant we could wear jeans. And I usually don't because I'm a wound care nurse, and let's just wear scrubs. Yeah. So, this Friday, though, I really didn't give a shit and really didn't gotcha. want to be there. Really did yeah. not want to be there. But 
I wore jeans, I guess, to make me feel more comfortable about, I guess, being there. And I wore, because of the weather, I wore my boots, like the boots that I wear when I ride the four-wheelers, my hiking boots, my getting out in the dirt and mud boots, a pair of them, okay. you know, my lace-up ones. Yeah. And they... I had to use an OptiFoam silicone heel oh, cup. No. They are not brand new. I've worn them a lot, but I've never worn them to work. And I guess Which is a lot more working than than and a I, lot more working and walking than what and the just way out the yard would be. Yeah. And the way your my foot turns and everything pushing the cart, it rubbed within the first two hours it rubbed on my ankle to where I couldn't walk I actually thought I was going to have to go tell him I was going to have to go home and I was not going to return duh uh but I put this I put all kinds of padding in there I couldn't get it to work couldn't get it to work I even got a pair of the non-skid socks I was just going to walk around in my socks but then there were some family members and family members with people that I had to do wound care for, and it just seemed eh, unprofessional looking to yeah. just be wearing socks, even if they're non-skid socks over your socks. It just was weird, and I couldn't do it. So I yeah. thought, let me try. Mm-hmm. Let me try putting one of those OptiFoam uh, heel cup dressings you know like you they put on elbow dressing they put on thin uh elderly people when they get in the hospital so they think they don't have to turn them dummies right dummies um but that's what they do it was one of those i'm telling you game changer it was a game life saving changer it it allowed me to make it the rest of the night I trust me I was glad when the night was over but still yeah so anyway uh, to be quite honest I think that's the best good bad and ugly I've had in a very long time okay well that's good yeah yeah Um, did I say that I had a run around with ADT solar and they suck you might have mentioned it. Yep, yeah. I think I recall that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So tell me, how was a uh, uh, year? I can't. I can't tell you. Nuggle. You know why? I can't tell you because we have Jordan who is just oh. chomping at the bit. Okay. To tell his good, bad, and good, bad, and ugly. Come up here. Oh. All right. Let me. He hear doesn't it, have any. He has no bads and uglies. Good Come deal. tell. So what was your good? Uh, um, my mom was choosing to uh, we were having a Hanukkah party yesterday night yes Yep. I heard about that so so Tanja uh, yes. your birthday is next week on Thursday yeah I birthday know next week. I know you beat me to it I'm 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 trying to deal with the whole five three number yes yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Tanja um what day of the week uh, is my, my birthday on, Jordan? Is it Thursday or Friday? 
Thursday. That's what I was, yeah, I was afraid of that. Man, if it was a Friday, I was going to kick it and get turned up. <laughs> no, you can't. The Friday's 2023. I know. Okay, so, uh, Tanja, my yes. mom was choosing to get something for the Hanukkah party. There were, she was going to get some, uh, Hanukkah napkins, yes. plastic bowls and plates and yeah. cups. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had we had paper plates. We went fancy like Applebee's around here. Good and, deal. Uh, That's the best way. Or or as my as his uncle Robbie would say, classy with a K. Uh huh. <laughs> we were, there we you were go. classy with a K. Classy so. with a K. Yeah. So Tanja, my yes. mom was choosing to get some silverware, like like plastic knives, forks, uh -huh. and spoons. Yeah. But they were so silver that they fooled everybody into believing that they were actually They were actually set. They were like, when did she get this silverware? Like Vesna was I have seen just helping those. Vesna over uh -huh. here. And they were like, where'd you get this silverware? And I'm like, pick it up. And they were like, oh my God, it's plastic. And I'm like, mm, fooled you though. Fooled uh -huh. you for a second, you thought. <laughs> uh -huh. That is classy with a K, I like that. Classy with a K, mm-hmm, yeah. And we made cookies, didn't we? Yeah. Hey, hey, Tanja, we didn't make oh, the right. I we, made we did not make right. Uh, Tanja. Yeah. My mom and I were choosing to bake some gluten-free raspberry cheesecake cookies. Yep. Ooh, how did they turn out? Well, we just got the. Well, we just got that so good. We just got the gluten-free flour, sugar, and also butter. Ooh. That's literally all that's in it: flour, sugar, butter. Hold on, there's five ingredients. All right, it is flour, sugar, cream cheese, butter, uh, and but then raspberry, raspberry jelly preserves. Raspberry okay. preserves. Gotcha. And so you make the, the cookie dough out of the cream cheese, butter, sugar, and um, what was the fourth ingredient? Flour. Um, and, then, and then you roll them into, you refrigerate them, roll them into a ball, and then you Push, push your spoon in and then put the raspberry preserve in. But if you push too far, which took me a batch and a half to figure out, if you push too far, you, the jelly goes no inside. It, and it goes, and when it's hot, you put it on the cooling rack, the jelly just falls, falls out. through. Yep. And it's a, just a cookie with this jelly ring it. around it. Yeah. And then a hole, mm -hmm. and it's gross. So you have to just you push the hole down, but not too far down, so that just it a holds little. it in there. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, and they, they were so good. They were so good. I was helping the sticky mess to clean it up. He yeah. did help me so much. I put the he emptied the dishwasher, and then he told me that I had to load it. So I was loading it, and I put the cooling racks in, and then he um he I turn around and he's spraying it down where all the jelly was uh -huh. on the cabinet. And I had to go get the stuff and clean it up. No, yeah. he was spraying it down. And then, then I turned around and he had wiped it all up. Well, Such very a sweet good, guy. Jordan. Very good. He helped me so much. I would not, I don't think I would have been able to do all of it uh -huh. if he hadn't helped me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he did. Well, he good. helped so very much. Anything else, bud? all turned out. Well, uh, Tanja, we just did the chocolate coin game. We played the dreidel. Yep. Yep. With the gelt and the mm -hmm. whole bit. Yep. Anything else? So, uh, well, so, uh, Tanja, we, yeah. my mom was, my mom was getting apple cider and some grape juice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. and my sister's present were SpongeBob socks and SpongeBob slippers. Oh. Her sister and Vesna. 
Uh -huh. um, but Besna was giving me a massive fruit basket with peppermints. I have never seen anyone go so over the top excited about getting a giant fruit basket as a gift. Mm -hmm. But he was very excited about mm -hmm. the fruit basket. I mean, so, so excited about the fruit, fruit basket. Fruit baskets are good, actually. Yeah. And I don't think that you realize there's cinnamon. Um, candies in there too you should go look no mom there are no cinnamon candies and i already checked because they don't they're not cinnamon candies they're supposed to be peppermints go look at the ones that are all red and see if they're cinnamon you go bring me one of those all red ones right now go okay okay um so we had a hanukkah party it was good yes <laughs> um we i made it, it over several days i made um the matzo ball soup from, from you know, like the whole chicken, mm -hmm. and then made the bone broth, and then put it all together, and then made the matzo balls. So it was like days of mm -hmm. work on that, and then um, baked the, baked the uh, potatoes, and then shredded the potatoes to make the latkes, and then I made challah bread. Yes, I did Raven, and then we made the cookies, and then I made a brisket. I found brisket on sale at Crest for $2.15, unfreaking heard of. It was a 15 pound, 14, 14 something pound brisket. Wow. And it was like 40 bucks. It was wow. only 40 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's back. What'd you find out? Uh, Tanja, the red yeah. ones were, were hot and spicy cinnamon. Yep. I told you, look, they're Brock's. Yep. They're Brock's, like mm -hmm. we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, the, but the other candies in the fruit basket were peppermints. Yep. Very good. Okay. Thanks, Jordan. So, Go uh, on. Wait. What? Nope. Wait. Okay. Uh, Tanja. Yes. There were fruit on top the on bottom of those cinnamon uh, candies and the peppermints. We, cool. Okay. We we already we got we got bananas. Yep. Yeah. We got avocados. Yep. Ew. We got, okay, we got the pears. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Two different kinds of pears. Ooh. We got the apples. Yum. Mm -hmm. Uh, wait, look. I took his headphone out of him. Uh. uh oh, we got some grapefruits. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love grapefruits. Me too. Um, we got some, wait, we got oranges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got lemons and limes. Cool. Yes, we did. Uh, Tanja, pomegranate. Yeah. We got a pomegranate. Oh, mm -hmm. I love pomegranate. Oh my gosh. So, uh, Tanja, yes. uh, my mom just got the strawberries and blueberries from the Crest grocery store. Oh, I did get good. strawberries and blueberries too. Mm -hmm. Just that day, because I didn't know we were getting a freaking giant fruit basket delivered. Yeah. But I promise you, he's going to manage to eat this, I feel like. It's I supposed to be from Hope and Vesna's magic Hanukkah present. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. So, um, just in case you were wondering, the greatest oh. present he's ever gotten evidently was a fruit basket. How cool. So anyway, we made the food over several days and he helped me get the table set up and all of the things and all of the stuff. Been and... off during this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember last year when you were yeah. making the bread and yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like mm-hmm. 
at two o'clock in the being, morning and I'm I making bread. Say, being late. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, um, but it's all good. It was. It was, It went down. It was worth it. With it, it was worth it. It was fun. Good. Um, and then my my beautiful daughter helped clean up. You know, as we were doing, she was mm-hmm. taking stuff to the trash, and then um, before she left, she told Jordan he had to help. Oh yeah, that's right. There were kiwis here. Oh, thank you. Kiwis, I love too. They are chock full of potassium people. In case you were wondering. Yep. I'm eating a cinnamon candy. They are delicious. Anyway, Hope and Jordan and I went to the Christmas lights at the zoo, Uh which they are they are going through. (coughs) How long do they have them? Through the first. Okay. And it is um, $65 for a car to drive through to see the lights. But that also gets you four walkthrough passes to do the walking through tour Mm -hmm. thing. And then there's pictures with Santa and there's hot chocolate and there's... You have to buy the hot chocolate and you have to buy the Christmas with Santa pictures or Mm -hmm. whatever. But there was the s'mores that I thought they were gonna charge an arm and a damn leg for, but it was $7. And you got like five, I think, five or six. Wow. Full, a full chocolate bar and uh-huh. the whole yeah. five, I think it was five, five marshmallows. And yeah. it was only seven bucks, so it's not bad. Um, The lights are gorgeous. Like it's so, it was so pretty. Uh-huh. Um, we went before the, went before the cold front. Uh-huh. And so that was fun. Um, I think that's that's good enough. My bad was that as we were making the cookies, um, it was so it was when it like negative sixteen for uh-huh. those UK listeners. It was you know so cold here, huge cold front. All of yeah. that Elliot and freezing us all of our asses off. Um, when it had been so warm and nice the day before. Uh-huh. And the day before that. Yeah. And 40 mile an hour winds that were just it like, was, when is the power going out? When it is the power? was so hard to keep my vehicle on the road. Not because, gotcha. not because of the snow or whatever that was packed down that I was driving on. It was because of the freaking ass wind. Wind. Yep. Pushing and blowing and pulling you into the drifts that it was causing, even though they were just little at the time, it was still very hard to keep your vehicle in your own lane. Yes, um, it was, it was ridiculous, and it was very very cold. Um, I had a leak in my plumbing at the <gasps> corner of my property after the water main, so it's the city's leak. I called it in two days before this cold front and I knew I'm like, it's going to freeze if they don't get out. I had hope because they said, I will send someone right out. And I was out and about. And when I got home, there was nobody here. But then when I went out to get the mail, there were flags 
as though someone had marked where the lines were. Right. And I was like, oh, I bet they still need to get ONG and OG&E out here to put their flags so Mm -hmm. that they can dig. The next day, OG&E's flags showed up in my yard. And I was like, they're going to dig before the... No, they did not. No, it completely froze. So we were making cookies. Jordan is back. Yes, Jordan. We We also got grapes from Chris. The cat just knocked over my lamp. I'm good. So anyway, welcome to my chaotic... Welcome to my world. Um... Jordan has food to eat, and you would think, by the way, that he acts that he never has food to eat. He never eats, right. He eats like a boy. He eats constantly. He always has food. It's just that he has has so many different varieties of fruit right now Uh that he is on overload. A high. And I'm not going to remind him. Fruit high. I'm not going to remind him that I just bought him canned pineapple in its own juice uh-huh. that's in in the pantry i'm not yeah. reminding him as a matter of fact when he started freaking out about the freaking fruit basket i hid the pineapple uh-huh <laughs> right oh, if i add pineapple uh, to this mix he's gonna lose his freaking, lose his freaking mind, mind. <laughs> poor honey. so anyway bless his heart god love him i mean to get that excited over fruit is just the yeah. app yeah. Um, Rabe and I agree. So they never made it out. So it froze. So we're making cookies, you know, and with the, it was so cold that no matter where you were, you had to open up. It was a drip the faucets, uh-huh. open up the cabinets yeah, underneath yes. to make yes. sure. Yes. Just praying to all the gods, don't let a pipe burst. Right. Um, and it was so cold that in my neighborhood, the 7-Eleven could not serve tea, coffee, or um, hot chocolate because their lines froze. Yeah, their lines froze. Um, and so they were completely out. I mean, it was that cold. So we um, we were making cookies and I was rinsing things off and I look in my sink and all of a sudden there's this denim blue looking water coming up bubbling 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 and i'm like oh my um, god what is and when i realized that the washing machine was running mm-hmm. and that's frozen so it's solid. frozen so the drain is now backing up from the washer backing up mm-hmm, into my sink and i'm like of course this is happening today um because why would it not happen I have a party in a, a day or two and I'm going to have denim water in my sink. That's what's going to happen. Um, no. So I call the plumber. I'm like, I know it's frozen. I don't expect you to be out today. <laughs> um, but when it's safe, can you guys please come? And he's like, we're hoping tomorrow we'll be there about 11. Mm-hmm. That's the day of the party. Mm-hmm. This is Thursday that this happened. So Friday. And I'm like, okay, they show up at 11. They did not leave my house for two hours. Now, what I didn't tell you is when I went to take a shower and when Jordan went to take a shower, I went to take a shower and my, my shower is a stand-up shower. Right. It filled to the lip. It filled to the lip. It eventually drained. Right. And then I went to brush my teeth 
the sink, up. it filled up. It eventually drained. Jordan's bathtub never drained. It filled up. It never drained. Never drained. Oh, no. So they got out here, and they were like, well, yeah, that's frozen. However, what the real problem is is your entire house has a clog. And I don't have a down, I don't have an outspout somewhere, anywhere. Uh-huh. All of my plumbing, everything, all the catches, everything is under the house. He had to snake the whole house. And then they had to go on the roof in that freezing freaking cold and get the downspouts. Um, they were here for three hours. Mm-hmm. $450 later, everything works. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, but anyway, that's mm-hmm wow that's the oh that's an ugly that's an ugly ouch that was a bad and an ugly um yeah but you know i mean yay it's fixed it's so perfect. fixed yeah yeah um, yeah so there's that but there's um that. there is that yeah so anyway that was that was my good good bad and ugly all wrapped up into one big old fun ball of fun um obviously jordan had a blast at the party it was it was good we had friends over and you know and and family and things like that so um several people were not able to make it and were missed um but i did miss a very very big good and that is tommy lombardozzi got to go home so yay friend of the show friend of the show is at home recovering so well wishes for continued recovery um but in the area that he lives in i did see that poor guy he gets home from the hospital then he's out of power for a little bit thank goodness he they, they didn't send him home on oxygen that would have been terrible which oh no he has oxygen but then brings me to a story where, yes, a certain portion of the United States has had a cold front come in. And they had, I heard, a hella, hella, hella storms in Buffalo area. And this... Woman. And there was coastal flooding. There was coastal flooding in in Queens too. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And so many customers without power when something like that happens, and it's been declared, you know, a state of emergency. But then I heard about just briefly about a woman who had to manually respirate her child who was on a ventilator. And then there's oh, no God. power, and she had to do that while she was waiting for emergency response people to get to her who couldn't get to her because of the road conditions, because of all the snow and the wind blowing in drifts. Can you imagine, first of all, mm. having a child on a ventilator? I mean, and then yes, power going out. Why would you not have a generator? Well, and then my brain automatically goes to, I had a patient, I took care of a patient that was a C1C2 quad. His ventilator, you plugged it in and it charged up 
and it charged for hours. We lost power before, and, like, and we didn't have to start bagging him for hours because the ventilator. And, and then I we had an extra ventilator. We had two. We had one on the chair. And I don't want to in. sound like I'm criticizing this poor mother who had to go through no. this situation. That's not what I'm doing. I'm asking My questions. My brain went there too. I'm asking My brain questions went there too. because I. I haven't had to go through an experience like that, but I'm wondering why would you not have a generator? Well, okay, the first thing that pops up is they can they can be kind of expensive and two or three thousand dollars. And I don't know her situation. I don't know if she's a single mom or not. But what? Uh, but I can see situations even in a household that's lucky to have both parents in it first of all and both of them be working still there are those families that both of them are working and they're still living paycheck to paycheck so okay I guess that would be a reason but I, I mean it's a small bit a small a I small generator should, is 2500 bucks you know I would think there should be some of that listed in your community action agencies that are out there supposedly mm -hmm. to offer resources and assistance in these types of situations. So please, somebody, somebody get this woman a generator or, or, mm. or figure out something so that if this happens again, this poor woman does not have to go through the horror that I imagine that would feel like going through. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. And then the thought of like how long you're having to stand in there and count one and then watch to make sure that you're actually not putting it into her stomach. Yeah. Is it, and are you ventilating her enough and not enough? And then having to and like, trying to stay warm I because if you don't have power, sleep. you don't have heat and oh, God. you can't go to sleep. You, yeah. You can't, you can't even get up and leave her to pee. No, you cannot. I, yeah. I just, anyway, and I That's did, and I did think of Tommy when I heard that story of, yeah, and him just getting home from the hospital and poof, his power's out. But luckily, he, it didn't sound like he was without it, you know, for too Not long. Not long. So. Yeah. 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 Um, and it looked like he had uh, posted a photo today where he had some uh -huh. oxygen on his, so, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think he has to. Wear it all the time. I don't think it's an all yeah. the time thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, we wish him oh my continued, gosh. continued recovery, improvement. Yes. Yes. And just take it slow. It it takes us less time to fall than it does to get back up to where we were. Absolutely, it does. And it's, so just, um, just take it slow and listen to your body. And when you feel tired, rest. Don't make, make excuses for it and try to push through any of it. Just rest and take care of yourself, Tommy. We, we, uh, we care we need about you. Better, you. Bud. We care about yeah. you and we need you uh, in recovery mode. Yep. Get you, get, you, get you back to 
full uh, capacity. Yes. So. Yes. Um, so topic wise, uh, mm -hmm. we talked about this a little bit in our pre, uh, pre therapy session that you guys are just not privy to. We're so sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was, I, I, I heard about this on, you know, nurse talk gives me all the good, good gossip. Um, the New York times on December 16th, um, published and it has picked up and gone national on several, not just, not that the New York Times isn't national, but it's been picked up by several syndicates. Uh -huh. um, and it is an article that I think everyone needs to run, don't walk, to go read. Um, I actually was able to find it in the morning call free so that, you know, because the New York Times, you have to subscribe after so many reads. Right. Um, it is entitled, How a Sprawling Hospital Chain Ignited Its Own Staffing Crisis by Rebecca Robbins, Kate Thomas, and Jessica Silver Greenberg. Um, good on them for what? doing this investigation. How a sprawling hospital chain, what? Ignited its own staffing crisis. I'm sending it to you, you don't have to write that down. Um, and so, <laughs> they they basically did a it's on ascension health which i don't know if we talked about it on the pod or not but ascension health there were two that were unionized um one in michigan and one in illinois that made news recently one for putting reports month for a full month every single day on staffing safety um and then another one because oh, of, no, let me read it until i subscribe it won't. oh, oh it's, okay, i'm well, on my computer yeah that's i just sent you the one okay. on the phone you'll be able to read it gotcha um there and so they basically one of them um <laughs> one of the one of them was um the hospital where they showed up to the emergency room at night to work and they said instead of your four normal patients that you have as a safe staffing ratio, we've increased that to 11 and they banded together and said we are not clocking in. It's not patient abandonment if you do not accept the, the assignment. Case, the assignment. It's a patient abandonment once you once accept you the accept assignment the assignment and if you do not report off that you're leaving so if you just walked out after you accepted the assignment and didn't tell your supervisor i am leaving this is not safe anymore for me to do i am not going to accept that continue to accept this role right. um but because they did not clock in <laughs> they together decided we are not clocking in um and it it ended up being like a walkout at the hospital because of all of this and Ascension Health has been very adamant in their, um, and they're nonprofit, by the way. So they get all these tax cuts and loopholes and all of this, but they, in all of their statements, they are saying that it's because of the pandemic and people leaving. That's why we were so short staffed and what happened because these nurses are coming out and saying, that's absolutely wrong. That is, in, that is grossly inaccurate. inaccurate. And this, 
this article itself actually talks about the things that happened pre-pandemic where they were walking, you know, Ascension Health was basically saying we saved $500,000 or whatever it was by cutting patient care people and replacing them with robots, you know, mm -hmm. and so instead of a nursing assistant sitting at bedside with an elderly patient, we just put a robot in there, you know, AI. Uh, oh, you know. great. Yeah. Yeah. And the nurses kept saying, and we've changed our staffing ratios and we still provide excellent care and all this, but the nurses, meanwhile, are, are they literally filed formal reports every single day for a month outlining the safety concerns that they had where we're not able to turn patients patients are having accidents because they're on the call light we're not able to get to them we're having increased skin breakdown because we can't provide the care we don't have Most enough definitely. yeah all of these things that were happening they were outlining it meanwhile while all of that was happening their ceo made 13 million dollars like 13.3 million dollars mm -hmm. um mm. and so they the thing that caught my attention in this article because i had kind of followed what was going on with ascension health with um i think it was saint joseph's in in um in chicago or something like that and then it was um Genesis in Michigan kind of followed those stories along um, over the summer while this was mm -hmm. kind of going on. But the thing that caught my attention was there was an there was a former CEO who worked at Ascension Health and he said that that he was shocked by their approach because he had worked in nonprofits before. And this was a CEO and he actually used his name. Some of these nurses were actually giving their names and to be able to be cited in this article. Um, and this former CEO was saying that this is out of straight out of a Wall Street thing. This is not how not nonprofits actually are, operate right. in the nonprofit circle. Um, you know, it's supposed to be service driven and all these different things. And mm -hmm. it's, this isn't the way that Ascension Health was doing it. And the guy that they quoted was actually a former CEO who worked at one of the five hospitals in Oklahoma owned by Ascension Health. Oh. <laughs> and that's the St. Joe's up in Tulsa area. Cause I was like, who, wait, we have right. Ascension. We I didn't realize Ascension. we had Ascension in Oklahoma. And so he was shocked and stunned by the whole thing. Um, and the, the, the quotes that they have in this article, which is why I say people need to go run, read this, uh -huh. don't walk, run. Um, the St. Joe's in Illinois were to the breaking point and they basically said, make this better ascension, shame on you. And they did it in all caps, all the exclamation points. And they did that in one of their formal complaints back in June. And they described the chaotic scene in the emergency room where there were not enough nurses or beds for all of those seriously ill patients that were coming into the hospital. And one of the other nurses in July wrote, someone is going to die if this continues. And there is no indication that anyone is concerned. Girl, they published this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. And all I can say is yay to those nurses. Yay. Yay to the people who wrote this article. Um, and if people think that the pandemic has done anything to 
do anything but create a spotlight on the issues that are happening in healthcare and in the healthcare setting. It's caused increased violence against nurses. It's yep. decreased staffing issues. People are leaving. Those things are all true. However, what people don't know and what we had said before on this podcast, but I'm going to say it again in relation to this article, the American healthcare system in the United States of America runs at baseline. Yep. They run on just the bare minimum amount of staffing that they to, can get by with that they can get by with to quote unquote have safe staffing ratios and yes. if they can lobby to get those safe staffing ratios changed they will do that they will do that um yes and so they have increased workloads increased documentation demands and increased burdens like not having safety mm -hmm. um and then as a priority and then and then turn around and sprinkle the pandemic on top of it right it's going to collapse and then you have the other part of it where you start seeing people attacking nurses like on this there was a TikTok that came out where there were those labor and delivery nurses that were saying tell us your ick in your field mm -hmm. and the things that they said were a little unprofessional, not something that I would have necessarily said. It wasn't even supposed to get posted, but it did get posted. They got fired. They got hired somewhere else, but they got fired because people who aren't in healthcare saw that and came, and after, came them. after them. And so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't even have an outlet where we can vent because our venting is gallows humor, dark humor. Mm -hmm. It's hysterical to us, but you don't understand it because you're a lay person and you think we're talking shit about, you know, um, the patients that we take care of and that's not it. It's, you know, and it was one of those things that's like, you guys made up the ick challenge and then when nurses did it, you got them fired for yeah. it. And what you don't understand, public at large, is you're going to show up one day. You could you could go your whole life and never encounter maybe a doctor. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. You, I could see a situation. There's not a damn situation on earth that you're going to not stumble upon a nurse mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the ones taking your vital signs. You're going to go to the doctor's office and you might see a PA or never triage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At some point you're going to encounter one, but yes. if they're gone, what are you going to do? What are you, going you know, to do? and, and How what is this mean? Do you think a robot's going to be right? How gentle do you think a robot's going to be when they insert I don't think that they can do that. I think they just yes. have sitting at bedside to Yet. alert Yet. if the patient was getting up. Yet. Yet. You know what I mean? Yet. Right. And I, I, could, I, I just... could see a robot in a factory. I could see a robot making a car. But robots replacing nurses? I don't see it. That's stupid. That is... I mean, those tug I'm robots? Sorry. That's stupid. The the tug robots in healthcare sound great that that 
I mean, I know they don't sound great to like transport people who that's their job is to take the carts from one place right. to an, another area, yes. but it would, re I could see it reducing costs. They can mm -hmm. tug through the hospital. Yeah. They can prevent back injuries and people hurting themselves by lifting heavy things. You know, I can, I can see, see the tugging people pushing gurneys. You're going from the emergency room to your patient room. I can see them there. Right. But it still doesn't replace, but I was actually talking about, you know, how the supplies are on carts, like big supply carts. Oh, yeah. Shopping. Yeah. Like central supply mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So to, those. Yeah. So the tug robots take from central supply and push the cart to the supply room on the third floor. Okay, because I see. even in patient transport, if those if something happens to a patient that's being transported, like they turn blue, right. how is the tug robot going to recognize that human interaction or they're not acting quite right and they just sound a little off and something's not right when they're moving them? You right. know those transport techs no. actually pick up on that stuff, but a tug robot's not going to. No, just it's, like it's those, those electronic uh, wrist cuffs that take blood pressures. They can't differentiate between a twitch and a heartbeat. So yes, right. you're going to lose some good assessment skills or yeah. nonverbal cues. Critical non thinking. Cues. Machine Not can't think. Possible. A lot of critical I mean, I know there's a lot of nurses school, out there that can't think either. And well, y'all yeah, are getting but, your asses in trouble, but um, that's a whole other topic for another show. A whole other story for, for a whole other day. Yep. But anyway, I just found that article to be completely fascinating in that, yeah, we like to blame everything. You know, it's a really it's a convenient. Mm -hmm. It's a convenient reason for all these terrible things to be happening in healthcare. And don't get me wrong. There are terrible things happening in healthcare. There are a lot of terrible of, things happening in healthcare right now. And especially because of COVID, that, that it shined a spotlight on it. But don't reduce your staffing ratio to skeleton-like, you know, and, and boast your profits and brag about it and know about safety concerns that people had well before the pandemic. I was going to say, we and had then, issues in healthcare way before the pandemic. Yep, and then turn around and go, mm, it's a pandemic issue. It's really not mm -hmm. a problem right now. It's it's a you problem, Ascension Health, and you, it's a you probably problem. should. There's a whole lot of people out there that don't care. And I'm sorry, care. but this article pretty much sums up. It's a you problem, Ascension Health, and mm -hmm. um, if, if you have multiple, like I work for a nonprofit organization, and I have gotten, um, updates on how they are making safety a priority. And I have seen evidence of them in action of them making our safety a priority, you know, mm -hmm. safety committees or every department or things like that, where you start seeing things and you're like, oh, they're working on that. Okay, that's good. Because if you say something, I'm an as evidenced by AEB kind of old school charting, right. right? You know, patient is recovering as evidenced by vital signs stable, you know, that kind of old thing. Uh -huh. So I want to see that as evidenced by what you're sitting up there telling me that you're, that this is a priority to you is evidenced by what you're doing nothing. Well, right. no, I see it. Okay. Right. I can see the evidence of what you're saying. Um, and so, <laughs> um, yeah, 
to see them not care about patient safety, not listen to the feedback from their nurses, not look at mm -hmm. it, not read it, not care about it. Um, that to me, it's like sprinkle the red flags all over. It's a rain, right. raining red flags over here. Yes. If you have nurses, multiple nurses, band together for over a month and they send you safety concerns every single day for 30 days and nothing changes and and it's ended with a nurse saying someone is going to have to die and basically i see zero evidence that you care yeah but um, we've been saying and feeling that for a while i'm just glad some nurses somewhere finally had the backbone to take it as far as it needed to be taken in oh absolutely um and the fact that they not you know yeah yeah for sure um and so i wish i i, I if this isn't a, a call to many nurses to pause and think about how union how unionizing gives you collective bargaining power to actually say things that you maybe would be afraid to say on your own, but then you right. have the backing of the union to protect your jobs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that kind of thing, which is why it's outlawed in our state. Mm -hmm. um, right. Because <laughs> they don't want us to use our voices here. No. Um, no. You know, and, but it is an interesting, it's interesting. That's all I can say. Is see where it will go. go. Yeah. Yeah, um, just the fact that this came out and it's going it's to the, spark yeah. a conversation in, mm -hmm. because it was in the New York Times, it will spark right. a conversation, um, if nothing Hopefully. else. Of course, the spokesperson for Ascension Health said that this was a gross misrepresentation, but when you have did. one talking head telling you that and you have multiple employees and ex-employees saying, nope, this is pretty much spot on. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to believe the people that are like, mm, no, it's pretty much spot on, especially when you have people who work in the nonprofit sector. Like mm -hmm. I said, you know, there is a certain, there's a reason I've been where I've been for as long as I've been. There is a certain thing about knowing that you are at a nonprofit where you know that, yes, there are these things that we have to do in order to sustain the ability to the provide ability service. To do this, right. Yeah, but at the same yes there are business components to it but at the end of the day there is a greater emphasis on let's do the right thing for the patients right um but then when you see that that other people are saying this was shocking this was not how we were used to seeing things done in the nonprofit, that tells me y'all are some dirty crooks yep, <laughs> um, they sure are and when you're making $13 million, $13.3 million, when, you know, it, that's just, just disgusting when you're disgusting. cutting jobs of nurses yes. and aides and everybody else. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So we will shift. What are you listening to? Uh, eighties. Okay. On Sirius XM. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I've been listening to it a lot. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I also went to a um, an event with a friend of mine. I forgot to say this in my bed. I went to an event with a friend of mine that was a, um, it was called A Night of sound and silence hmm. and it was um singing bowls yeah meditation yeah. Mm -hmm. and it was like a meditation with the singing bowls and bells yeah. and chimes yeah. and 
girl, I went somewhere else. It was so nice. It was so, so good. It was awesome. first night at awesome. Hanukkah. It was so good. So I listened to a little bit of that. I don't know. Were you finished? I'm so sorry. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So yeah. I did listen to that. And um, I've been listening to a new podcast that I've found fascinating. And I wish I could tell you the name of it right off the cuff, but I can't. So I will find the name of it here in just a second. Um, I am hoping that I can find the replay. Um, it's called Zoe Science and Nutrition. Oh. And it talks it talks about <clears throat> gut health and, yeah. and um, diet stuff, like mm -hmm. individualized mm -hmm. diets. Like it's, it's interesting. It's yeah. an interesting um, pod. Um, and I'm hoping that we can find the playback for um, Lulu's thing because oh, yeah. her thing was during my uh -huh. Hanukkah party. So right. I need to, I want to watch that. Um, and then I've watched a couple of documentaries and one tonight I watched the Challenger documentary on Netflix. Oh. And it made me, it made me even more want to talk about this article because of how many people knew that the O-rings could fail and before the launch of the Challenger they recommended the people that made the O-rings recommended that they delay the flight mm -hmm. the flight had been delayed you know launch uh, had been launch delayed had already been delayed three or four times because of weather and uh -huh. fronts and all uh -huh. this other stuff because um, it was supposed to be on Sunday, then it was going to be Monday, and then it ended up being because the door was messed up on it. You know, it was like mm -hmm. if there's not a sign happening, then the weather happening and right. the door not working tell you do not launch. Exactly. Um, and it had frozen, and that's what caused the catastrophic failure in the O-ring, which they had been tracking and studying for years before this had happened. Um, if not months, I think it, I mean, at least six months before this had happened, they uh -huh. had multiple, they had a t task force on it. And the one guy basically was like, well, there was no conclusive data. And I was like, they recommended for you to say, Hey, they, that you asked for the recommendation. And they said, we recommend that we do not launch. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that one of the guys said was, usually we had to tell them let's err on the side of safety and not launch. But the way that they pushed back in that meeting changed, flipped it on its head, and they were saying, tell me why we can't launch. Hmm. Which is a different, it's a subtle it, difference. It's, it's, it's the approach, it's the way things are said. Right, and it's like, instead of saying, are we safe to launch, tell me why we can't why launch. Why we can't, right. No, 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 we need to tell me if we're safe to launch is such a big difference. And I was sitting there thinking about the correlations uh -huh. in, you know, these people told you not to launch and seven people died. Yep. Just not to mention the trauma of every kid that watched it no on kidding. TV, uh -huh. you know, like, yep. oh my God, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it just blew up. And it was a national tragedy. And I'm thinking to myself about this article. It's like, they're telling you people are gonna die. And you and don't you wanna don't, listen. You don't wanna listen to it because you have all these external pressures. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that they were talking about was like the government had said, we want 15 launches and they had, mm -hmm. you know, 
they had this external pressure to keep up and to get this launch and going and they had such and... yeah right they had the goals that they had to meet mm -hmm. and they had the the financial the funding, problems of like you know, the funding of keeping these things from not, on the way it's supposed yep, to if yep. not getting a launch off on time and then the momentum from Krista go McCullough going McCullough going up as the teacher in space and uh -huh. all of that hype that was around that will lose the momentum of that storyline will lose all yep. of that and it's like so they so they sacrificed seven, seven people's, people's lives, lives and their families just like all these people that they lost their parents and they lost it's just Friends, they lost their family. teacher mm -hmm. you know and their friend right and it's just oh mm -hmm. so the the parallels are there of right. like there are people that are professionals that are telling you you that need to pay a, attention the, and you're not you're gonna it's gonna take something horrible happening that there are catastrophic and that's what they they listed it as catastrophic failure potential mm -hmm. and that's what the people in healthcare continue to say there is a catastrophic potential you know yes. catastrophic potential we are going it is going to collapse if you continue to do the things that you're doing if you don't in change the way that you the way are thinking right and and no one seems to be listening and it's no. like how many people are going to have to die mm -hmm. how many people are gonna die? i don't exactly. know exactly Raven thinks it's trash. Yeah. Do you think it's trash, Raven? Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's what I've been listening to. And we've been listening to the Hanukkah playlist on Amazon music. And um, I have a cat's butt in my face. And yeah. um, so we officially have, have done what we need to do. So. Yeah. That's good. Anything, anything else? I mean, you're getting a good side view of her, yeah. her butt as yeah. well. <laughs> Yes, that I am. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. Um, anything Anything else? No, that's good. That's a wrap right. for me. That's good. We'll Until see y'all in the stacks. Week. Oh, hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh my gosh, happy Merry holidays. Happy, um, uh, holidays. And happy birthday to you, Tanja, next week, oh, uh, next yes, Thursday. Yes, next Thursday. The big five okay, three. All right, next week. And, uh, We'll see y'all in the stacks. I want to take a minute to thank you for listening, sharing, and engaging with us. Subscribing and following our social media pages. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives. So create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just, just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.